Todd, what did you just ask me? I asked you what a furry is. What is it? A furry, uh, it sexually. No, but isn't it like a thing like where you can identify as like a cat or something? Yeah. And people are supposed to respect that? I think there's a couple of different layers to it. I think a furry is something where you identify as an animal. Mm. Um, Why furry, f- though? What if you were scaly? You could. Gee, That's what I'm saying. There could be different things. It could be scaly, fluffy. I'm a scaly? Furry, slippery-y. I'm a slippy. <coughs> That's where you identify as a newt. And you very cover yourself in slime. Very nudish. Hi, this is the Monday Mass. I'm Chris Cote. Hi, I'm Todd Richards, and I have a new mic stand, so suck on that. Wow. Everyone. Todd's really growing up. That was a gift. That was actually a gift for me. People don't uh, tune in for adult conversation here, Chris. They don't. They tune in for mic stand news. The, na- next up in mic stand oh news. God. Look my at brain. it. Check out my mic. Hey, check out my mic. Don't touch me much day. Does this sound good? Do I touch you much day? Dude, it sounds pretty good. That sounds good? Okay. Yeah. You sound dope, dude. Sick. Though. Hey, why don't you show the people these? Oh, guess what, everybody? We got some new stickers uh, from our friends at diecutstickers.com. These are um, kind of like flashy stickers. They're, uh, they're printed. They're fluffy. It's on matte. It's kind of a matte black with a flash pass of, um, of I don't know, what would you call that? Like a... Art, like a metallic, but these are cool. It's They're, art. We also have, we also have the big stickers, but these are a little the more. Classic. Di- these are more digestible. Well, think, some I people think, are bigger fans than others. I think these look great on your um, snowboard, surfboard, skateboard, mountain bike, uh, one wheel, uh, the other pedal electric, the bike. other pedal electric, and the other weird wheel one that you go straight on. The unit bike. Have you seen those around town? Yeah. There's we like talked a, about this IT thing, remember? Oh yeah. No, now, now I decorated the set. Listen to the Monday Mass. Hey, so guess what, everyone? We didn't have a show last week because Chris was right. super busy up in the litter box of Huntington Beach once again. Bender time. He's been on a work bender, and but we're back, and we have a lot yeah. to talk about. Um, we have um, crazy news, some ups, some downs. We've got all kinds of fun stuff um, in store for you today. So it's glad true. to have you with us. We're glad to be back. You know, sometimes when we take a week off, it feels like we've taken a year off. Mm-hmm. And that's what that last week felt like. But we are here and we want to tell you just a few things here on September 26th, 2022. Uh, this Action Sports Podcast About Nothing is brought to you by Pedal Electric at pedal.electric. Saw the Pedal Electric homies at the Salento Surf Festival. They had a bunch of bikes out there, people riding around. Reaffirmed my belief that these are the best e-bikes on the planet. I did give out the code twice over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Do have a secret code for our most valued listeners. DM me or Todd or at Monday Mass. Monday. If you're Mass. serious. But yeah. Serious inquiries only. D- don't, don't be flirting around with the idea. Just buy the bike. Bachans. Uh, ba- uh, Bachans. Japanese barbecue sauce at Try Bachans on Instagram, and we are going to have a fun board giveaway with Bachans here. Fun board. Um, in the next couple of weeks. What kind of board? It's a, chemi- a custom chemistry surfboard with Bachan's logos. And Bachan's sauce. And we're going to sauce you up. Did There's you really paint s- the board with Bachan's sauce? There is sauce in the board. Tight. Yeah, it's pretty sick. That's like when Lil Nas X put his blood in his shoes. Little sauce X? Yeah. Uh, Herschel Supply Co. At Herschel Supply. Uh, Use multiple variations of my Herschel Supply Co. gear. 
Uh, my Chocolate X Herschel Ripstop backpack came in very handy. My daily driver backpack as well. I was shifting back and forth, mm -hmm. going from place to place. Herschel Supply Co. at Herschel Supply, the best. Bomb-proof bags. Beneath Apparel. Um, I've been seeing more and more uh, online about Beneath Apparel. People just, again, talking about wearing the world's most comfortable underwear. I know, I mean, can you, can you think of life without Beneath? Now that you are in Beneath, can you think of life without it? What would life be like without Beneath Apparel? Not uh, as uh, sportive and comfortable. Not as comfortable, that's no. for sure. No. Yeah. Nanocraft CBD, at Nanocraft CBD, for all of your CBD cures and tinctures and rubs and gel caps. The and best CBD out. Whatever. Yeah. Just take it and be happy. That's all I can say about that. Fully agree. Bub's Naturals, this is something I put in my coffee every single morning. My kids are on it, my wife, my mother. Most people that I love get bubs from me because I love them and I want their bones to be strong. I want their skin to be as good as it could possibly be. I want their hair to grow faster. I want all these things for these loved ones. That's why I give them bubs at Bubs Naturals. Hanson Surfboards too. Yeah, Hanson Surfboards. Guess what? I went in there the other day. Snowboard no. time. Come Snowboard on. time of year. It may Stop. be still hot here at the beach, but my goodness gracious, they've got all the latest from Burton, Ride, Quicksilver, DC, Keep going. I could be lying, um, but they definitely have the other brands that I mentioned, and I saw them, and they have like all the, this is when you go in there and you get, this is like the pick. You can go in there and get the good stuff because the closer we get to the season popping off, the less selection you get. So head on into Hanson Surfboards or go to hansonsurfboards.com and you can get all this wonderful stuff there too, plus a 10% discount when you enter Monday Mass at checkout on the internet youonline.com and olas media uh we are partnered up with two of the most powerful media companies in all of san diego olas media and you online you can find our show on both platforms thank you so much chris cantori does have new shows coming out uh among other podcasts that he's helped produce and promote you can go to olas media mm -hmm. on the internet and check out all the amazing shows they have you know there's true crime uh cannabis uh, BDSM and any interest. I think you I'm going to do a show. Uh, it's just going to be about um, new nerdy stuff that's coming out. I love it. You should do a cannabis BDSM show. And also the search it, together. For, search for Bigfoot. Love it. Uh, new greens. Guess yeah. what, Chris? What you already use new greens to I keep do. yourself healthy because. Yes. God knows who has the time to consume things that are good for him these yeah. days. But yeah. also a new product to help you sleep called Dream Time. Okay. Dream Time will help you get into your uh, REM sleep. You know what that mm, means? Rapid not eye movement. Yes, not just a band from, uh, where, where are they from? Uh, North Carolina? Uh, Athens, Georgia. Or whatever. Who gives a shit? No one even likes REM anymore. No, people but still like no, REM. What's the frequency, Kenneth? No. Orange Crush. Okay, that was good. But that Losing was like, my that religion. Was, that was old REM. That was like 80s REM. No one likes the new REM. Wait, what do you mean? What is the new REM? I thought they were from Chapel Hill. Oh, wait, no, that's Super Chunk. Anyways, from Georgia Dreamtime is the new product from New Greens, and uh, you can go to at New Greens on Instagram and learn all about it. Did we cover It's everyone? also not a very good cult album. At Panic and Coffee and Tea. You yeah, forgot oh yeah. to mention them. Can I didn't I, forget. Do you have my, still in do you have my card? Yeah, let me get it now. See, I, see, one of the perks of being uh, sponsored by Panic and Coffee and Tea is you get a free 
card that gets you free food at Panic and Coffee and Tea. They pay us in pastries, which I'm completely fine with. But Chris hoards the cards, so he any moment, you know, he'd just be walking around with a mass amount of uh, credit. It's been in my pocket for like a month. It says your name on it. There it is. Anyways, we're going to have a show for you right now. We're going to start things off with Surf it. News. No, that was the show. Brought to us by Bachan's Japanese Barbecue Sauce. Chris. Yeah, we're going to start with some bummer news, unfortunately, Can we Todd. Get the, I mean, we have bummer news in snowboarding, too. Can we get the bummer news out of the way? Yes. On both fronts? Sure. Because I want to have a more positive back end of the show. Okay, that's that's fine. Well, I mean, it, it's it's positive in in ways because we get to celebrate and talk about the memory of some really incredible people. Uh, we had some major blows to the surf world recently. Kalani David, 24 years old. Uh, I think it's safe to say the best surf skate crossover, yeah. crossover athlete ever. Um, I think the only one to do it and to compete at that level and do you know make podium in yeah. both in both sports you know if you can finish on the podium at stab high and also finish on the podium at like a vans Dutour, park series yeah. detour mm-hmm. uh kalani david won multiple isa medals i mean he was a superstar from a very young age he had a rough a rough existence due to health issues that mm-hmm. just kept hammering on him and uh he was down on, on a surf trip in costa rica he had a seizure. He passed away in the water. You know, I mean, if there is, there's never like a silver lining, but I mean, I would want to go doing what I loved. And, and I talked to some some friends of mine that knew Kalani really well over the past week. And, you know, I didn't realize how on borrowed time he was living. Like the, he basically died at the skate park in Oceanside at one point, not very long ago. Yeah. His heart stopped. So it's like for him to have been able to like, you know, keep going after that and you know it's really sad but like you said it's it's he did uh he did pass away doing what he loved doing and i think that's that's the best we can any of us could ever hope for yeah and i think there you know these days at least when uh somebody who is that good at what they do you know there's there's a record that you can go back on and enjoy and mm-hmm. watch you know watch him do amazing things on surfboards and skateboards and he was just a Really good, good soul. Mm-hmm. Really nice kid, and it's sad. I mean, it, it's crazy when I heard he was twenty four. I thought he yeah, had done so much and yeah. lived so much that he had to be thirty five, thirty. You know, but twenty four years old. I mean, that shows you how talented this kid was at a very young age. Um, also, just got the news: Chris Davidson, Davo, kind of your uh, prototypical hardcore Australian. Uh, just fierce, radical, old school style surfer. Um, you know, he he kind of waved that flag for the, you know, that that Australian crew, Matt Hoy, and you know the tattoo, yeah, the gnarler, the, you know, yeah, just yeah. badass dude, wild, super wild. Um, I was lucky enough in my days at Transworld that I got to go to Australia a bunch of times. And of course, at that time, I was partying my ass off too. So I I went straight to Dave. <laughs> I'm like, that's who I want to hang out with. <laughs> so I had some incredible times, you know. Uh, and, and of course, looking back, like, yes, we did glamorize that party lifestyle in the surf media. I mean, that's been happening since the 70s. But, you know, Devo, on top of all the amazing things he did in surfing, you know, beat Kelly Slater multiple times, was just always that mm-hmm. 
this hardcore. I mean, hardcore surfer did have troubles in the after after surfing as a lot of professional athletes do. Um, but you know, either way, it's it's he's remembered as this larger than life personality, an amazing surfer. Uh, he got he got in a fight, an altercation in front of a bar. And got hit in the hit in the face, fell down, hit his head, Yeesh. died. Aye, aye, aye. Which is just, I mean, I know when people get get drunk and they get in fights and they let rage kind of like cloud over them. Just know, I mean, this happens a lot yeah. in Australia. It happens here. I mean, don't fight at a bar unless you're defending yourself. It's like you're gonna punch someone in the head, potentially kill them. Mm-hmm. I mean, this can happen with a with a normal fist fight in front of a bar at any time. The wrong fall, the wrong situation. Yeah. There's gotta be a better yeah. way to work whatever bullshit Tickle is fight. going on. But uh, yeah, it's really sad. And uh, you know, he, he is remembered for all the great things that he did on his surfboard. And he's remembered for being one of surfing's ultimate characters. And it's sad that he's gone. He was 44, I believe. And on the snowboard side of things, we lost a legend uh, of snowboarding, Adam Merriman, last week to a tragic accident. Um, You know, and it's his his stamp on on snowboarding from tweaking out airs to just being the the instigator behind having wider snowboards for for people with bigger feet is K2 Fat Bob was his brainchild and. You know, he's just one of those guys. I, I grew up riding with Adam in Vail. Um, pretty much held that whole scene down. There's a lot of people that are really hurting right now in Colorado. He's having a memorial, um, a remembrance of life this Friday evening at the Vail Ski and Snowboard Museum. So it's super sad. Um, thoughts go out to Adam's family and all of his friends. And it's just, they, they come. it comes in threes, dude. It's really weird how you talked about that. But I'm not going to let this be... Uh, the super downer for our show. So, anyways, this show is dedicated to the remembrance of those those characters of our sports right there. And, um, yeah, let's go into surf news. You just got back from, like I said, two weeks of straight up. We didn't have a show last week because you were up in Huntington Beach doing yeah. the ISA Surfing Championships. All kinds of crazy stuff going on down there. Then you came down here to the – is it Sorrento? Salento. Salento Salento Surf, surf Festival. Festival. Uh, you got to commentate um, the Legends Heat yesterday with Rob Machado and Kelly Slater and Taylor Steele. I got to commentate every the, heat. The Momentum Reunion. Okay, so let's start, okay, start at the beginning. The top. Okay, yeah. I'm just going to give you the brief rundown. The ISA World Surfing Games is, uh, I would say, one of the most interesting surf events to be a part of. The first few days, so you have 51 nations competing in this year's event. Mm-hmm. You have two Olympic slots already on the, on the table. So this is the first Olympic qualifier for surfing. So basically when the event started, there's all these, there's eight different ways to qualify for the Olympics, WSL and all that. So for the ISA, the highest ranked men's team and the highest ranked women's team got a guaranteed spot in the Olympics for their nation. Okay. So uh, that was obviously a huge topic. Um, then you have uh, overall medals, individual medals. Olympic season is here, so everyone's saying the O word so, over and over and so, over. So okay, so you had like all these heavies, like um, 
um, Kanoe Garashi, obviously, you know, Kolohe, Kolohe, you had all these yeah. people competing once again. Now, coming from you commentated the U.S. Open. Yep. When you contrast that to doing the ISA World Championships, like so what, what, US what's Open, the vibe like? U.S. Open is straight up individual elite level surf contest. One, you, you only worried about yourself. In the yeah. ISA, it's a team event. So each team, or most teams, have three guys and three girls. And you're looking for spots. And you're looking to get as many of your surfers as deep in the contest as possible. So the first couple of days of this event is truly a joyful experience. Everyone's competing, of course, but it's double elimination. So there's, you know, people have opportunities to keep going in the event. But the first few days you have, you know, for example, Team Ukraine, Team Senegal, uh, Team Brazil, and Team USA mm -hmm. in all-in-one heat. Mm -hmm. So it's like Kolohe and Dino, uh, Jadson Andre, you know, Ukrainian 14-year-old surfer, uh, six-foot-four Sharif Fall. You know, so you get these incredible groupings of surfers every single heat, and every surfer has, you know, like we know all the the big names coming through but beyond that every surfer comes through with a crazy story an incredible you know tale of how they got there and then you have like a lot of surfers that live and surf in costa rica but they're representing germany or belgium and so what was it what was like the biggest through. surprise for you biggest surprise for me was team china team oh, yeah. china had uh all teenagers i think their oldest surfer was 15 um but these little kids that I remember even just uh, like six months ago when the ISA Juniors was in El Salvador, they were good. They've already progressed now, at an incredible rate. Who's, is, we still have the same surf coach over there? Uh, new surf coach. He was previously the coach of Team Japan. Um, wow. No, but they have a wave. Like China's got a wave glitchy. pool now that they're training them in. And well, Hainan, uh, where... Ryu Bay is. They have about a bunch of contests there, longboard events. It's like a left point, mm -hmm. super rippable, fun wave. So they train there a lot, and they of course they go all around and train. But that was that was super rad. Uh, just you know, names of surfers that you've never heard before that go out there and just rip, and you know the the joy and the you know it's like I'm not usually a big fan of like flag waving, mm -hmm. you know, and like national pride or whatever, but. It feels like at these ISA events, it's it's friend it's friendly national pride. You know, it's not like oh we're gonna beat you. You know, like you have surfers from Australia and you know like Jackson Baker for example. He was actually giving tips to a surfer from Belgium in hmm. his heat. Hmm. He's like, hey mate, you know, like sit over here, do this. So there's things like that that's that, make it, that make it different than a surf event. It's and that's this is the official kickoff is, of the yeah, Olympic charge. That's into, true. So I mean, look, you, the best of the best are going to qualify for the Olympic team. There's only was it 12 spots, 10 spots? There's not that many. 20, I think. 20? 20 men, 20 women. Okay. Something like that. Well, I guess that's a, that's a lot, but it's like you know. You figure you figure that that they're going to be names that we've pretty much heard of before because you have eight, you know, so you have ten of the top WSL finishers, right? Men and eight women, so you can fill in that list right there. That's going to be the usual suspects: yeah. Gabriel, Felipe. Sure. Yeah. Um. So the 
the rule that they're the ISA team slot, mm-hmm. Team USA for the men especially, kind of kicked off this rumor mill, this kind of projection that this is like the Kelly Slater rule. That this is the way for Kelly Slater to qualify for the Olympics. Surf at Tiahopo. Tiahopo. <laughs> and I've changed my pronunciation. You know, I think everyone has. It's really weird. I'm just going Tiahopo. I heard Mickey Monabray say it a bunch of times on the beach. Vahini said it, said it a couple of times. And I'm just like, all right, I'm going to get as close to that as possible. Tiahopo. Um, so if Team USA, for example, would have won, and it wouldn't guarantee to go to Slater, but you would think, okay, maybe like John John will be up there and Griff or Seth Moniz, you know, one of the Kolohe, one of those top 10 surfers, those two guys will get that spot. The third place, if Slater wasn't in the top 10, mm-hmm. would have to go to Kelly, right? I do. F- in theory. Yeah. Okay. In theory. I see. I see. Um, but so that's... But they didn't win. They didn't win. They but, did not. But um, Kanoe Garashi won for the men. Team Japan won the men's slot, so mm-hmm. Team Japan guaranteed at least one slot in the Olympics mm-hmm. for men. Uh, Team USA won for women. Women's. And so Kanoa won the individual medal for men, the gold. Kira Pinkerton, San Clemente, California, won the gold medal for women, and therefore Team USA women will have an extra slot, which is, uh, you know, you kind of think of that one, and you're like, all right, well, Carissa Moore, for sure. Caroline Marks. And then you can kind of start to get creative, right? Katie Simmers, you know, Lakey Peterson. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good names underneath, uh, you know, Sage Erickson. The list goes on and on of who could potentially get those slots. But we'll see what happens. Oh, God. Olympics again. I know. But we don't have to use that word provisionally anymore, I don't think. Why? I don't know. Provi- okay. Well, let's just not use it anyways. But anyways, it's coming up so quick. So it, it was a, from a work standpoint... ISA events are notoriously grindy grindy and long. Luckily, there was at least rideable waves for the whole time. A couple really good days, a mm-hmm. couple sus-as days. But unlike a WSL event that is 10 days long with only four working days, this is eight days long. With straight up. Straight through, no matter what. So then you came from that. So I, I wrapped up there. I celebrated my birthday. I, I in the heard. Booth. I heard. How'd that go? 46, go to work. Do you get a cake or anything? 46, 46. Here, take a shit in a porter potty on the beach. I I reposted some people's messages. Thank you for sending those. That was very nice. But it was kind of like, I'm not a super birthday guy. You not? I just want a nice dinner and friends friends to call me and tell me how great I am. Um, That's all I asked for. Nobody did it. I get. So I I did go, I did treat myself a little bit. I went and saw this band, Kokuguyu Moyo. I beg your pardon? Yeah, I want to play them for Tiahopu. you. Tiahopu. Kika, sorry. Kikagaku Moyu. Where are they from? Japan? Yes, yes. They're legendary Japan. Oh, you're not going to be able to hear it because no. the speaker. Yeah, never mind. We're not band. hearing this. It's a it's a band that Chris really went to good. see, treated himself. So then she you came back from that. myself. And you went to the uh, Salento Surf Fest. Yeah. And that was um, multiple days of premieres at the legendary La Paloma here in Encinitas, culminating in a, um, there was a regional surf, sort of like surfy rock, kind of like just like. like Matson 2 meets um, some kind of jam band with a Japanese kind of flair. I was playing a sitar, electric sitar. 
So it's like this for like an hour. That's some stoner-ass music, dude. I know. They did. Is this all one song? No. Oh. Anyway, so it was their last tour it's ever. Like fish I went by myself. Japan. It was sick. I had a great time. Anyway. Um, that was uh, Friday night. Saturday was the finals. And then straight Sunday. home into the... Sorry, did, now, did you have to go and go straight to La Paloma and intro people on stage no. like what happened unfortunately I missed all of the La Paloma portion of the Salento Surf Festival they had a momentum reunion where yep. they cut up a bunch of clips and every Slater and everybody was there talking about the clips they had a bunch of movie premieres live music um, conversations so it pretty incredible what Taylor Steele and Salento the, the team at Salento Tequila pulled off mm-hmm. three full sold out nights of not just mi- films but like re-edits and conversations and interviews mm-hmm. and just and cool shit seem really cool because world premiere movies and know. then culminating in the sunday so what okay so there was there actually a regional competition going on there as well or was it like no the, it was basically so what it was was they called it the countdown cup and then there was fire versus water party wave. Oh, yeah. So it was basically like this different format through the day. So the main event, they had a big like beer garden, beach bar, and a stage, live music. Yeah. Our friend Rick's band, the Aqua Dolls played. Emily Afton DJed, Abby Normal, Wild Lotus. So they had a bunch of music, and it was just a really cool kind of like chill setup in yeah. the parking lot. Seaside Reef, they had a, the whole place rented out for the event. Rented out permit whatever the hell um i'm sure there was money the countdown cup was pretty sick so started with 50 male surfers 25 female surfers so out of the 50 males the first two heats were 25 man heats what 25 people in the water at a time you only catch one wave 25 men in the water 25 at a time you only catch one wave and so people would stand up and fall and people would ride them all the way in and so they took from that first 50, 16. And all, everybody in the first <laughs> round had to ride a quad. Okay. Everybody rides a quad. Machado was even in it. He failed to pass because the one wave he caught, he waited 28 minutes in a 30-minute heat and caught like a dud and lost. <laughs> so people were like, whoa. Um, so, yeah, men and women, they started on the quad. Second round was a thruster round, so cut in half again. Uh-huh. From there, then it went twin fin round. Okay. Um, that was I like this though Sick So it went from 50 to 16 To 8 And then the finals Was 4 each On single fins mm. um, For the women We had Leah Dawson Ella McCaffrey Candelaria Rosano um, Girl named Sarah And for the Sarah McFarland uh, uh, Hopefully that's her first name like I said, a little scramble. <laughs> For dudes, Cole McCaffrey, um, Taylor Clark, Kobe Hughes, and Tim Curran. I heard. Timmy Curran came out and won it, right? Ripping. Timmy Curran surfs as good, the same as he's. I mean, and he, and he, he was. He took, the whole, he took it home. Took the whole enchilada That's out. That's awesome. Um, Kobo the hobo. There was, uh, How do you do? There was a cool heat. So I basically was there by myself doing all the beach announcing, but I, I got to wrangle people in like Kelly Slater 
Taylor Steele was there. How was okay? Rose so Machado was commentating. So Todd you, Glazer. You've got Kelly Slater. Yeah, a lot. I'm sure a lot of people didn't really know. And you told me something really cool before we started the show about what what had happened during oh, the yeah. event. But so you've got the goat of goats. Yes, here you got the goat of goats at the local spot competing in the water. Yeah. So midway through i'm gonna find this message that somebody sent me about that midway through um there was we had to have a break between the semis and the finals Mm -hmm. and so taylor was like all right oh before before that so there was a big heat uh lifeguards versus firefighters Mm -hmm. sick tag team thing lifeguards won by two points party wave with claudia robin mick fanning mick fanning was there the whole day i saw that too yeah so at one point of the day, we're like, all right, 30-minute expression session, Slater and Rob. And then Slater, who was standing right there next to Taylor Steele and I, was like, oh, you're in it, Taylor. Chris, come on, let's go. And I was like, wow, that's really nice. That's mm-hmm. I, I didn't really belong out there. But, <laughs> so I got to surf with Slater, Rob, Taylor, uh, Taylor Steele. Um, caught a couple waves, and then I, was, I lost my board, and this kid came running out. And I didn't really think about it. Like I was just going, "Oh, this is, like this kid will be stoked." Right. And so I like took my jersey off and I just pulled, I put it on the. I'm like, "You're in!" And I just stuck the jersey over his head. He's right. Like, Whoa, and I gave him the board. I'm like, "Go!" I'm like, you gave him your board. I gave him the board I was riding. I was borrowing a album, Dark Arts. And the kid was like, "Okay." I'm like, "You got Slater and Machado in this heat. Like, get him." And so he paddled out and he was like surfing and it was uh. I just thought it was it was cute, you know. It was like funny that. How old was the kid? He was probably ten. Ten? No, he was probably twelve. So mind blowing so, experience. Yeah, and so to me, it was like, oh, you know, super rad to be able to serve those guys. But I passed my thing to the kid. I didn't. I didn't think it was going to be a big deal. But the kid, I get, you know, understood. I guess the the weight of the situation. It was just him mm-hmm. in the water with a, in a heat with Machado and Slater, and so our friend Terry Snyder, um, he said it was. I don't know if it's his son or if it's son's homie, but like posted all this stuff about like this kid is just so hyped. Here's a here's the. Kid oh, we have a message. Almost in tears, and this actually made me cry when he sent me this video. Thank you so much. That was so awesome. That was like the best thing that's ever happened to me. Thank you so much. Look at that little guy. That's so rad. So it's one of those. Ah, that's those so things. killer. Yeah. Right, it makes you want to cry. But yeah, you don't. Re- super rad. You I don't didn't, realize I didn't know it was happening really, but after I was stoked to get that message. I just think that's so cool. Like you know, to have. I mean, when I was growing up, we didn't have a lot of pros that would come back and do anything. So like when, when you would actually have the the big the hot shots come and spend time at your local and yeah. like and be cool and be inclusive like it's it's can be life changing totally for, for i kids. mean we're obviously you know like we're homies with rob and with slater and colony you know all the yeah all you don't the realize that how there. how nuts it is yeah and you know we're used to being around them but you could see people when slater walks around even you know it was the best vibe down there low-key it's cruisy it wasn't that's like, awesome um, but yeah, just, I mean, you watch Slater surf, like your break that you surf every day and you're like, I'm been, I'm doing it wrong. And it, yeah, <laughs> you want to change everything. Um, <laughs> it was just, it was super rad. And you know, while I was tired, it, the, uh, 
the whole kind of atmosphere just lifted me up and I was like, all right, I can talk about surfing for four more hours. Um, raffles and all that shit. So it was a really fun time and Salento, you absolutely crushed it putting on that festival. Bring, you know, it, whether people realize it or not, it does help the culture. It helps yeah, with surf culture. Totally. It helps for people to know that all around the world, people are still making surf movies. They're talking about them. They're living it and breathing it. And it's a really, now, it felt like a pure event. You now, know conversely. Saying? Yes. Something that, that I have a bone and I need. You have a bone. I have a, a bone to all pick. Right. pick. Something it. that I don't believe is helping the surf culture that I need, I feel like I need to talk about. Okay, go ahead. There's this company that I get ads from every goddamn day on Facebook. Okay. I think they're called Mitzvin and Malin or something like that. And it's these surf maps to Hawaii, to oh, California. Yeah, yeah. And it has about. all the surf spots and all this stuff. And look, I, I don't know who these people are that are that are doing this. <laughs> I think they're from like Ireland. They're not from the United States. But they've got these like spokespeople here that are like doing and they have to be hired models like it has to be people they've hired to do this because you're basically when you come out with a with a surf map for all the spots in hawaii with gps coordinates and like how to get there like you're signing like a death warrant for yourself and it's the craziest (laughs) thing and i can't i like I am so blown away, Try and then to put a positive spin on this. There is no, and don't you look at the you look at the comments that are below these posts on Instagram uh, on on Facebook, right? Yeah, it is just hatred. Like, who the hell are? What Vira is this tro- company? You guys, troll, troll. You guys are gonna you you're you're done. You come to Hawaii, you guys are done. Like, it's this crazy. They're not done. How? So how is this happening? I will I will say though, if. If you're the type of surfer or you're buying a gift for a surfer and you buy them a surf map with all the spots, I think the percentage of that person who would buy it or would receive that as a gift, the percentage that they would actually go surf any of those spots is very low. I'm going to make a map of Encinitas, (laughs) but every spot's going to be stone steps. It's very low percentage that anyone would go that, you know, like if you buy a surf map online that was made in uh, Ireland, like you said, you're probably not going to go surf those spots, which I'm just saying, I think I I think it's weird. Look, I was of you and I are both of the generation that even when we did uh, work at surf magazines or skate mags or snow mags or whatever. It wasn't cool to name spots. Now, I did a million trips in Transworld where, you know, we we named the spots. We did guides to places, but mm-hmm. we were actually we were very careful about not doxing secret spots. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't even barely tag. I don't tag the places I surf either. Still, and you know, sometimes I feel weird about it. Like. Like if I tag Seaside, is someone really gonna see that and go, "Oh my God, I'm gonna go there"? Seaside's on the side of the road. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think it matters. There's still secret spots in the world. I guess. And one of my favorite parts of the ISA is that now I know people from 51 nations. That's so cool. I you should have access to you all. You should the put spots. all their secret spots out there. No, a, I'm gonna take their secret spots for me. Put them on a map. You need to start stop fingering those stickers. I, but look how cool they are! It's 
It's shiny. I know. It's shiny. I'm like a raccoon. I know. Well, um, so what else do we have in surf news? So shout out to Dark Arts. That technology not only helped uh, Felipe Toledo and Sharpie. Sharpie designed and finishing tech by Dark Arts win the WSL title. But now Dark Arts can add an ISA gold medal to their trophy room. I really want to get, I want to get a chemistry board and have it done with Dark Arts tech. You have to work that out through chemistry. No, Dark I want to get it done. I think you can get that. You can make it happen. I have contact information for to you. Dark I'll give you off air. To the Dark Arts. Yes. Um, Do you practice the Dark Arts? It's no, almost but Halloween. I did fix a, a, a ding on my chemistry epoxy board. Mm. and You didn't do a good job, I heard. I did not do a great job, bec- and it's <laughs> not my fault because the epoxy solar res that I got, the top was fused shut. Oh. You know? And so, so, so I c- cut it. Oh, God. And squeezed it, and it was in bright sun, and it's just a mess. But it's going to be fine. I'm going to sand it. It's gonna Are you a good uh, – so can you do good ding repair? No. Like with the cloth and everything? No. I feel like that's something that that we all should know how to do. Kind of like with snowboarding, like you need to know how to P-Tex and wax a board and, and sharpen your edges. I don't know that. Um, but I just feel like I can do it if I have the right stuff. Right. But, but you know, all my gear was you know the whack. steps. To, you know how to do it. Like yeah. the filler. I mean, Solar makes it so easy. I've fixed plenty of things with Solar Yeah, but Solar is not permanent. Solar is very temporary. I mean, I, I usually put a sticker over the ding. Yeah, but does that work? Most times. You think? Once the sticker comes off. You really think the yeah. sticker works? Yeah. Oh, we have a ding, the ding repair stickers. What are those Remember? called? Ding doctor? Ding zap. Ding zap. Doctor zap. Uh, in other. Oh, I did talk to Slater, and I should have recorded it, but I talked to him. I said, did you ever win any of your titles on epoxy boards? Because I felt like that these two titles recent, the Man, ISA you were, Gold. you were really down on conversation. No, this is, this is pertinent because I've been saying that these are the first two times that a non-PU board oh, won okay. titles. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. And Slater said, yes, he had won titles using epoxy boards, but not exclusively. Mm. So... I still have a point. It's the first carbon-wrapped boards to win titles. Um, If you want to be a part of an event that will change your life, that will give you inspiration for years, the upcoming ISA Parasurfing Championships is December 6th through the 11th in Pismo Beach. You can go to isasurf.org. This is where you have surfers, athletes, um, charging waves, uh, some of which are blind, uh, have, you know, missing limbs, mm-hmm. um, just incredible stories all the way through. So that's happening. And what else do we got? Oh, what are you, we, we did see, we saw something drop online. Sorry. I'm, I'm clearing space so the podcast doesn't stop. <laughs> that's just what I do. Empty trash. Go continue. Um, the WSL announced its tour yeah. schedule for people 2023. Are, people are not happy. Some people are not quite that happy, are they? Why? What is, Why do well, you think? Because Surf Ranch is back on. They took out G-Land and replaced G-Land with Surf Ranch. Yeah. And I think people are not very happy that a man-made uh, wave in a swimming pool is on the tour list again. And I can understand that. Do you the not? Pure, the purists. Do you hate Surf Ranch? 
I don't hate surf ranch at all. I just think, you know, in my personal opinion, surfing is not like uh, skateboarding. You know, it's not. Um, I don't I know. I think it's the surfer's fault that the surf ranch event isn't as fun to watch as it should be. It's the surfer's fault for doing the same thing, not taking risks. I but just it's also the fault of the WSL for making it equal points to other events because therefore the surfers are scared to take risks. I see, risks. I think that the like they they should eliminate the barrel. I honestly think that 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 yeah. event could yeah. be way more fun if you weren't like maximizing time in the tube like it's, no like the, the I, i've you feel seen it once you've seen it right it it's just the same thing from from five minutes ago to now well, and let's it's like, not get too ahead of ourselves because maybe, maybe they'll change it maybe they'll change it maybe there'll be some air sections well, we know maybe. a lot of people from the wsl rely on the monday mass to drive oh, their yeah uh, their agenda and decision making. We know this. It's been it's factual. It's true. Well, here's your 2023 WSL Championship Tour schedule. Go ahead, tell us. Billabong Pro Pipeline, January yep. 29th. Hurley Pro Sunset Beach. Uh, Mayo Rip Curl Portugal Pro. Bells is back. Margaret River, and then the cut. Mid season cut. 36 men, 18 women reduced to 24 men, 12 women. Then in May we go to Surf Ranch, two day event. And then back to El Salvador, which I love because I feel like El Salvador needs another chance to mm-hmm. shine. The waves were good there last year. They can be great. So that one's awesome. Um, the Rio Pro is back in Brazil. Same spot, Sacarema, J-Bay, and then the Shiseido Tahiti Pro. And then in September, we go back to Trestles for the Rip Curl WSL Finals. Um, I think... I don't know if it's Beach Grid or Stab, but they proposed the question, or they asked Dave Proden, friend of the show, friend of ours, um, you know, do you guys, do you see the messages? Do you see what fans mm-hmm. are saying? Um, and he said, yes, of course. But at the same time, and I'm paraphrasing here, the WSL has had the highest viewership in its history in the past year. So while there are vocal uh, proponents, vocal opponents, <laughs> opponents of Surf Ranch and a few of the and the Rip Curl WSL finals. The bottom line is more people are watching surfing through the WSL than ever. Mm. So, who's right? Yeah, I I, I for one know. like when I saw the new schedule. You know, I like to I like new things. I like I would be stoked if there was you know one kind of random wild card spot in there. Like G Land was, um, G Land didn't didn't show up nope. last year either. Nope. So I think if they if they tweak a few things, Surf Ranch Pro could be pretty cool. Well, you know? we'll just have to wait and see. It's a little we got have a little time. Yeah, uh, Chris. Before we get done with Surf news, yeah. yeah, I have a guest. Okay, that could potentially kind of blend into snow news. Okay, so I'm gonna try the guest. You try the guest. If the guest answers, that would be amazing. This guest is a little flaky. Really? Yeah. He's a little... F- wow. Super, give you a chance. super flaky. Who was it? Who was it going to be? Brock Crouch. Brock Crouch. I say he's, he's flaky. He's busy. He's mm, flaky. He's a, great, he's a great triple sport athlete. He is. You know? All right. Let's go to skate news. Okay. Skate news is brought to you by Beneath Apparel, BN3TH Apparel. These are the best underwear for skateboarding for sure. Yeah. He's, I mean, 
hands down. You want underwear that not only, I mean, this we're speaking from the point of view of male. With if you, you don't want stuff like just swinging around, and you also need, need it to be like wicking. Oh, wicked. Wicked wicking. Because you gotta, you don't want your grundle to be all, like, swampy. No, I mean, this is Halloween season. You know, bats are coming in style, but not bat wing. No. Not bat wing. Bat soup. Anyway. Beneath apparel, BN3TH apparel. That's what we got. Uh, time glory challenge. Boom. Period. Yeah. How you doing? Talk to you guys next week. I forgot about this because we, we did have that week off. Um, you know, there was a lot of talk about Dime Glory Challenge when I was out there for Jackalope Festival a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah, took, inside It took place in the same uh, zone around, yeah. like, the, the um, what do you call that there? The uh, Olympics, Olympic stadium. Olympic Stadium thing. But, man, oh, man, I was not ready for the Dime Glory Challenge and what we had this year from the, oh from the sizing up rainbow rail to the volcano of doom. To the uh, bump... Uh, Wedge to bar. What do you call it? Yeah, bump, bump to, to bar. bar but like giant bump to bar. Everything was like, everything kept growing. So if you don't know what the Dime Glory Challenge is, uh, even if you don't like skateboarding, you should, you're should you going to love this. It's a spectacle. It's a spectacle. It's probably the coolest skate contest there is, I would say. Um, I think so. The, the structure is like this. They have four or five um, separate events. Um, a couple of them take place in this arena where you have one of the events, like you said, was a rainbow rail that they would physically move new pieces out. Mm-hmm. They're dressed like minions too, which is awesome. Yeah. So they would move every like every obstacle would grow, but the way that it was like transformers or you know like Legos, they just kept putting. And so by the end of this rainbow rail, the rainbow rail was like 20 feet tall. <laughs> and people handled it. Nicole House did it. Um, shit. Uh, Elijah Burrell, uh, Pedro Delfino. Current Capel. Current Capel. A bunch of people, or I should say four or five people, uh, actually handled it, um, which was at, crazy. At its, fu- at its final at its highest. form. Yeah. Um, the bump to bar went from... A wedge that was about three, two feet off the ground with a three foot high bar to about 20 feet yeah. off the ground. Probably get 15 foot drop off the off um, the loading dock style. Ryan, with Ryan Desenzo and Chima Ferguson, I would say. Chima Ferguson backside three there. over crazy. Um, there and was then a the volcano, volcano that kept getting taller and mm-hmm. taller until it erupted. And, and Pedro Barros, I think, was probably. No, I think it was. Um, I think it was uh, Grant Taylor. Grant Taylor got some. Pedro Barros got some. Pedro Delfino was all over the place. And then there was the. Then nuts. they would wheel out this thing onto an airbag where you had to like try to match the the position in the air. Oh to yeah, go yeah, through yeah. This thing that was cool. It was just really cool, and I think that the dime shop in Montreal they have some of the most creative people behind that Definitely. shop, and it's Montreal is such a skate town. So it's the, and so, this is just so sick. It's so crazy. Did you see the stationary wave in Montreal? No, you because chance, they said huh? it was poop soup, and I shouldn't oh, go in there. Oh, right, yeah. Um, what? Oh, then the, there was a ra- there was a downhill a rail to downhill, and it was raining, and um, the skater whose Instagram handle is oh yeah did a soap shoe soap shoe, <laughs> and then Rowan. Off. It's right about here that we had a technical failure. So, unfortunately, we did lose snow news, but 
the good news is for snow news while there's no news here for snow news there is snow news on the YouTube feed which uh, actually has a, a really good great sound quality right now new mic so you will get snow news on YouTube this is a special report this is a special breaking news report here on Monday Mass um, and, oh and check this out we did get the feed back in time to talk to our friend Brock Crouch. Brock Crouch calling in from, I think he's finally home. Either way, you want to hear the rest of the show? Check it out on YouTube. If you think we're idiots, yeah, we technically we are, we are, but still, I mean, this is a pretty damn good episode. Here's uh, our interview with Brock Crouch that happened after we got our shit together. Uh, day one for Jake, that's where Jake always wanted to go and start a season, so a bunch of us went down there, me, Danny, Mark, and George, and a couple of Jake's close friends, and then we buzzed over to Indo for three days, got some boards at Uluwatu's, and then uh, Coco was like, yeah, there's kind of a bombing swell coming to HT's, we gotta get up there, and so then Spark asked me if I... Wanted to go to the mints and we just pinned it up there and then, yeah, kind of scored like full roll-ins at mint, the mints and Lance's right was just all time and then Damn. just went to New Zealand for uh, two weeks and yeah, got to ride some park. I haven't rode in like two months, kind of missed out on all the summer shred. I was just doing some PT and chilling down here, so... Yeah, it was a pretty nuts few weeks there. This man is living a good life. Yeah, you're kind of living the dream, dude. I don't know if you realize that, but you you literally are living the dream, and you should stop and just yeah. t- you know look at yourself in the mirror and go, these are the best days of my life I'm right now. I'm killing it right now. Seriously, I, like, it was unbelievable. And the, the, yeah, the trip to the men's, there was no boats around, and it was pretty much dreams of all dreams, so... Well, we are uh, always wanting more of Brock Crouch. That's how we live our lives. We just want more, more Brock Crouch. We want to be able to cheer for the local homies. Are you, uh, are you going to do comps this year? Are you going to be into the big airs and the slope styles yeah. and the whatnots? Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna next few weeks go over to Sauce Bay and 
fling my carcass and try to learn some new tricks and then uh yeah do the big air and copper and then gotta do the mammoth grand prix to stay on the u.s team and then yeah hopefully do tour maybe if there's an x invite do that and yeah, there better be. Do that, and then also try to just make another movie because the mountains are so damn special, and the backcountry is definitely really fun to dip the toes into. All right. Hopefully, natural selection. If there's an invite there, that'd ooh, be great. Ooh, that's so, yeah, you know. Who knows? Travis Rice is a big, uh, big listener of Monday Mass, so you may have just secured your invite yeah, right there. That probably did. Uh, I wish. Yeah, Brock, you roll. Well, thanks for calling us, Brock. We're gonna we're gonna slide yeah, you. Sure. Right. Sorry, I was all scrambled this morning. I was just first morning home. Got yeah. back last night and just went and got some waves. The water's still warm, so yeah, it's full on here in SoCal. Right on, man. All right, Brock. Well, thanks, Broccoli. Love to hear it. We'll talk to you soon. Later, buddy. Yes. See ya. Later, boys. That was a good little snow catch up after nerd news. I freaking love Brock. Brock's the best. Dude, living, so live in the dream. So you know what we need to do, and you might have. Can you take that and put that in the snow part? I don't know. Okay. I just looked on, uh, looked on the screen, and it had stopped recording at some point. <laughs> what? What There's, uh, I'm gonna need to fill some holes. What? What stopped recording? The whole the podcast? podcast. Really? Yeah, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna work on it. Wow. I'm gonna edit that whole thing. Wow. I'm not admitting that there was a mistake. I'll fix it. Anyway. You want to talk about some questions? Yeah, let's do questions. Questions. Okay. Danny Caputo's got a question. Monday Mass. Okay. Do you ever surf right after you get off a plane, like straight to the beach? I have. It's really hard. Yeah, it's rough. I've done that a couple times, too, and you surf like shit. Plane legs are the and you're worst. S- and you're slippery. Not the worst, but plane legs are, are really sucky because you, they f- your legs feel twice as heavy. And you have slippery feet. I think skating is probably harder than surfing after a plane. Straight to the plane, straight to the spot is tough. But that's a great question. So, yes, we've all tried it. Have we been successful? Hell no. No, no we haven't been. All right. Adam Etzart wants to know, Monday Mass question, what Star Wars character would you like to see in the live action shows or even have a series of their own? So Ooh, what character? Animate? Did you say animated or well, just? It just says what Star Wars character would you like to see uh, in a live action show or have a series on their own? Bosk. Who's Bosk? Exactly. Who's the Bosk? Who's Bosk? He's the lizard guy with the long arms. Oh. Um, I would like. Uh, what's the little rat that that hung out with? Uh, oh, Salacious Crumb. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see him have his own show. <laughs> Uh, you know what is um, in the Star Wars universe, which always it like drives my wife Carolyn crazy, is the characters with the long skin flaps oh, the, the off their heads. Tendrils. Those yeah. are uh, Twi'leks. Yeah, she does not like those. Hey, so check so this out. Are, so I this is this goes back to what we we're talking about in nerd news. So this Andor. Yeah. Finally, uh, there's there's sex in Star Wars now. Good. <laughs> no, but like it's just—it's been like an ambiguous thing, but now it's like, like it's—it's it's so adult. Human. It's, it's so yeah. It's human, human on human. Human sex. Yeah, human sex. It's on the Disney Channel. Right. So my but, but my kids still watch it. Are we gonna? Watch no, it? they don't show full like Chewbacca's bump. dick. <laughs> <laughs> just like a red rocket. We finally get to see Chewbacca's dong. Great question. Um. Would that be? P- would you have to give it like a PG thirteen with Chewbacca just had like a red rocket? Um, 
They don't. Is that NC seventeen? Rate the Animal Planet channel. So they don't. No, they don't really show dog dong on the Animal Planet though, do they? Not that I remember, but maybe I got to watch closer. Wow. DC Carter. What's he say? DC uh, wants to know what happened to Chris's fingernails. He zoomed in on a picture I posted myself. What's wrong with your fingernails? They're gone. Well, like, what, did you bite them off? Do you really? Yeah. Dude, that's how you get fucking bacterial infections. I know. But guess what? I know when to hold them and when to f- chew them. Do you chew your, chew your toenails too? No. I use a knife. To do what? Trim my toenails. Ew. A knife? Dude, yeah, my dude. dad had like that crazy fungus that you get. Like, you know how people get like the yellow toenails? Did he use the razor blade? No, he used a fucking wire clippers to clip his toenails. It was so fucked up. It was like traumatizing as a kid. It seems like dads used to have to do that stuff. I don't well, like wire. My toes are, I think it was maybe something in the, with, with the shoes or the work shoes or the boots in the 70s and 80s where all dads just had weak fucked ass up toenails. Toes. My toes are super normal looking. Hmm. Yeah. Um, old nerdy bastard wants to know: Did you guys not do a podcast that last week? Yes, we, did we not, didn't. We did not. Not. We not didn't. Do one. We didn't have one. Didn't happen. Deborah Crane wants to know: Ketchup or salsa? Ooh, salsa. Salsa. I like ketchup, but I don't need it. It's okay. I don't. They oftentimes put, I eat a whole thing of fries with no ketchup. They put ketchup on tacos in uh, Sweden. That's not. It's fucking right. disgusting. So I would say we're both leaning towards salsa. That's a great question. It's so good. Uh, what else we got here? Got a couple more questions. Chris, what's that the I biggest biggest jeans you ever wore back in the day? I wore uh, some tea bags that were huge. They just like cover your feet. Yeah, just you know, like you couldn't see my shoes. So you know that that's back, right? Yeah, big boys, polar big boys. That's they're, what all the kids are wearing. They're Giant like cords. They're they cover your feet. Yeah, giant quarter. It's pants really, and giant jeans. really weird. It's fine. It's fashion. It's fine. All right. Yeah, we've got a growling Get dog em. under our desk. Uh, California Mud Motors is back with a great "Would you rather?" Would you rather get to watch yearly the Dime Challenge, mm. but you can't skate, mm. or you get to watch the WSL Finals, but you can't surf? Huh? Yeah. What do you mean? Like you have to choose one to watch? Yeah. Dime challenge? Shouts out to Dime for putting 1,000 more interesting event than the WSL finals. Okay, I see what the California Mudroaders are saying. Which one would you rather watch? Uh, the Dime challenge, natural selection, rip rides, etc. for surf skating snow. When will surfing figure out something that is equally interesting and not meth water pro in the wave pool? So California Mud Motors, even though he lives next door to the surf ranch does not a fan and wondering what is the equivalent i would say he's wondering what the equivalent to the dime glory challenge or to the kind of like a stabby i'd say stab high is close yeah. um stab highway was a really enjoyable watch that's more like thrasher uh, king of the road but yeah. i think like dime challenge is kind of like like the, one-off event well when they had stab high in the wave pool and they had all like the bomb drop challenge and the you yeah. know backside varial like I the varial I mean, challenge like well, that's stab high right now is at Lakey Peak, which is going to be interesting to watch because it's a natural wave pool basically. Yeah. And people are going bonkers. They're going bananas. Um, Any more questions? Mark King says, "Andor, fucking awesome or fucking awesome? Fucking awesome! I can't wait to watch it." 
Um, Nick Thoman says, I had an insane dream with Chris in it the other night mm. and wanted to know if he was there on purpose or <laughs> did we just happen to link up? I'd like to know where I was in this dream. You mean like on what top? I was doing, oh. what I was wearing, who I was with. More information, Nick. I need to know. I do like to hear about when people dream about me. You do? Unlike that Built to Spill lyric where it says, no one wants to hear what you dreamt about unless you dreamt about them. What? You remember that lyric? No. It's one of the best Built to Spill can songs you, can out. Can you whine it for me? No one wants to hear. Okay. Now, now I'm what confused. What you dreamt about. DJ... Dude, your dog is on a growl festival. Hey, Chris and Todd, what would you do for a career if you couldn't be in surf media or snowboarding? What line of work do you think you would have liked to do? Obviously, uh, based on what I've been doing around my house, Base jumper. I would be an appliance repair technician. You'd be an appliance repair technician. I'm, I'm really good at it, Chris. I'm super good at repairing appliances. Really? Yeah, I'm like really good at it right now. I... Uh yeah, that they they can actually make a good living. I got a guy around here named Alex Alex's appliances that I And he's use. good? Yeah, he's good. Uh what job would I have? I mean It's probably going to sound cliché, but real estate, my whole family does it. Everyone in Encinitas does it. Mm -hmm. I could see myself potentially doing it, not right but now. But is it I mean it just seems like these days like the real estate market is so cutthroat because like you said, like everyone yeah, a is a freaking real estate agent and then it's like are you like the wacky real estate well, agent? Everyone like, I know how do you... is really good at it too. But, yeah, but I guess you need. Yeah, I mean, uh -huh. that's just kind of an obvious one. If 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 I were to be my dream job that wasn't having to do with surfing, I would say novelist. Oh I'd yeah, like to write a novel, a couple novels. How um, did you? Uh, where are you now with your story that I'm you were stalled. writing? I'm stalled on my current novel, mm. but I gotta get. I'm gonna get back at it. Uh, like you know, make, making a script writing novel. What about like a book on tape? Writing novel, audio book, audio booking. Just audio book it. That's a great question. I like that question. Thank you for that one. Um, is that else we got? Um, one more. We have time for one big more. Big bad Blake Wolf. Big bad Blake Wolf says. O side pier, north side or south side? What's your favorite side to serve? Ooh, north side. Obby. South side, bro. What? Come on. You like the pier bowl right that I like goes the right into, into the pier. The pier. Yeah. I like the left and right peak. I haven't served Oceanside Pier in five years. Yeah, yeah at least five years. A ago. long time. It's a great wave. I used to go there all the time to try to get photos and videos because it's really consistent. But that was a great question. I appreciated that one. Um, is that it? Let me I see. get shit one to do, check. dude. It's only one. I know, but like I had only had you scheduled for one hour. Oh, you only had me scheduled for an hour. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I got. Unless this is a question. What is it? No, it's a picture of Kelly Slater. <laughs> well, Chris, I'm, glad, I'm glad that you're back. Thanks, it's great I'm to be back. I'm glad that we can we can take part in this again. I'm gonna go ahead and see what happened on this podcast you, well, and try to fix worst it up. case scenario is they can just watch the video hopefully that works do you seriously we lost like a big chunk of the well let's we'll see uh, off air <laughs> oh my thanks God. for listening to this actually we are podcast about fucking nothing. horrible at this i know i know but that's in our that's the charm of it goodbye